Welcome to VR Verdict Podcast, episode 114, our weekly podcast where we talk about everything VR. I'm PJ. I'm Wookie. I am Steven. And I'm Jack. And you guys are from the VR Hive. <laughs> That's correct, yeah. Uh, Indeed, VR yeah. Hive, uh, based in the UK. Um, uh, we, we, we work remotely from each other, so I, uh, I'm in Scotland. And Jack, and I'm over in uh, down in Wales, just outside nice. of Cardiff. So yeah, awesome. Very cool. And what time is it in your areas then? <laughs> uh, it's uh, nice and early, one a.m. current time. Yeah. You'll have to excuse us if we uh, if we yawn every now and again, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Totally Maybe seems just going to slump him back like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ten minutes into any task, no matter what time of the day, I'm usually yawning anyway. Unless it's, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Of the movies. <laughs> I've had 12 coffees, so that should hopefully keep me going for the next half hour or so. Yeah. <laughs> if we see your arm just kind of go down and you're like this, we'll kind of just wrap it up. We know we won't wake you. <laughs> yeah. I think back in the day uh, when we po- recorded for... Um, or we had a booth in the Spatial Ape uh, trade show that was all in VR. And I think I fell asleep during one recording because I remember just like, <laughs> like going like this. And I don't remember if I was thinking or if I was just whatever. PJ and the other guy were the guests where they were talking. And then I remember just like snapping up, like you know, booting up. And I remember everybody was kind of <laughs> looking at me like, <laughs> play it cool, play it cool. Like there's, the, there's no eye tracking. They didn't, they, you know. I didn't see me blink or sleep or whatever. I totally thought Wookie was here. Yeah. <laughs> that happens. The pill that makes more sense. Wookie. Uh-huh. So I'm like, and Wookie. <laughs> My bad. Why it was extra. We're getting there. We're yeah. getting there. <laughs> so. You guys seem to have a couple of different things going on. If you want to kind of give us the rundown of what you guys are about, and we'll get into a couple of your different things. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll jump on this, Jack. Um, so, Please do, yeah. Um, we're, we're really trying to root ourselves in the, the sort of ed tech space, um, utilizing XR technologies um, for education and training purposes. Um, appreciate this is not a new thing for VR technologies, you know, um, used heavily in you know the fields of medicine industrial engineering and all that sort of thing but uh the kind of you know, part of the niche of the market that we found is um actually in soft skills training sort of things like communication and leadership critical thinking and and, and things of that nature so um really try to use that um you know back gap in the market and uh, our kind of collective expertise in uh, gamification solutions who are using game technologies for um, these sort of training experiences mm-hmm. um so um today um we've uh in the, well, in the background there's been a lot happening uh in the public eye um we'd developed a three-player tank driving simulator which you can kind of see yeah. playing in the background uh excuse the recording at some points i see a mouse cursor coming up and stuff uh, uh the joys of working at a tech there startup when we're all doing 
20 jobs <laughs> at the same time. Um, so that's been in a kind of uh, beta uh, sort of phase um, for a short while, I think about a couple months. Um, mm. And also in the background, we're starting to develop our own um, kind of platform for hosting our uh, educational content, um, right. kind of targeting uh, educational institutions and um, a, provide them a bit more of a, a more viable solution to e-learning. You know, the kind of flat, you know, clicking through the buttons and boring yourself half to death um, and not retaining <laughs> any information. Because um, yeah. ultimately, we're all gamers, we love playing games. So, you know, if mm -hmm. you can play games and get some qualifications or some accreditation through that, then why the hell not? That's, yeah. that's the, the kind of gist of it. Um, that sounds awesome, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun, but, you know, with game development and then, you know, dealing with a lot of uh, varied user base um, proposes a lot of different and very interesting challenges as well. Um, so at, at the company, I'm the uh, kind of lead developer and I'm kind of acting as the, the platform architect as well. Uh, and my colleague, Jack, he's uh, heads up all the production um, for our, our, our filming uh, stuff. I don't know, Jackie, what I tag in here. Yeah, sure thing, sure thing. So as um, Steve mentioned, you know, we've got the uh, Planet Pollinate game there behind us and we're working, um, well, he's working on a few other um, sort of similar uh, fully immersive projects. Um, whereas the other side of the company that I'm sort of more working on is the sort of the more live action uh, 360 um, sort of filming. Um, the way I describe it is it's almost like a, a choose your own adventure game you know, where do you want to, you're at the castle gate. Do you want to go left? Do you want to go right? Do you want to go through? Um, and we, we're sort of transporting that into the world of virtual reality education. So one of the recent projects we've, we've been working on <clears throat> has been uh, to do with like uh, end of life conversations for, sorry to get really heavy, like really straight off the bat, but it's one that we're really, really pleased with. Um, so I want to scream about it from the rooftops. Um, so yeah, it's about end of life conversations and it was co-designed with uh, nursing students and uh, healthcare professionals uh, within the UK. And so you've got several options that you can select of what you want to say to this couple, this elderly couple and go through the conversation and, and make mistakes and have that sort of safe space to make those mistakes and say things that you would never say in real life and see what the the sort of the real world consequences um, could potentially be of that. So that's the sort of thing um, that I deal with, uh, script writing, finding actors, filming, and then into the final edit, really. Nice. That's awesome. Like, and I should mention, mm -hmm. we kind of met you guys through Laura Shearman, who we had on the podcast yeah. last year, and she's just amazing. And the thing she was working yeah. on was just blowing my mind. Um, like, we're gamers by trade and what, or not by trade, but you know, all our lives. So in VR, it's so amazing that, you know, you have games and experiences, and then you have folks like yourselves that are trying to, you know, work in education and all that. It just, it's, it's more interesting to me than games are. And I never thought I'd see that. And I end up saying that a lot on here because it, it's true, but. Um, if I can interject there, one of the most yeah. fun uh, experiences in games, even, you know, the flat screen versus VR, it's usually like the first third of the game when you're figuring it all out. So like you're learning mm -hmm. in the mm -hmm. digital environment. And then once you kind of get a grasp on it, most games just make you do that grindy loop to keep you playing. And then it's like, well, I'm yeah, mm -hmm. like figuring out all the mechanics and how to, how to navigate and do all that stuff is usually the best part. 
So mm, that does yeah. kind of like, it's kind of a no brainer once you realize it or once somebody like you guys are like, Hey, you train people. It's like, where's this yeah. been? You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I think that I, I agree with that. I mean, uh, I love from software games, so you know I'm currently kind of playing through <laughs> Elden Ring when I have you know five minutes. <laughs> yeah, to how's that going? Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. I mean, I'm about fifty hours in, and I've uh, done about three of the kind of main bosses. I think I don't know how many nice. bosses I've done. There's about four hundred bosses in the entire game. So um, <laughs> your girlfriend uh, just but, beat it the other day. Jesus. <laughs> oh, well, props and that. Uh, it'll be a while to probably get there. Um, but I agree with you. Know the first part is is you know you know get a new area and you you know turn a corner and then you get um you know jumped by about 40 different dudes uh all op and, and smashing you about but you know once you learn you know how the enemies work and all that sort of thing you, you do you, you can arguably lose a little bit of the kind of the fun and the challenge there because it's a bit you know predictable and um, that's something we've been kind of trying to bear in mind when it comes to um you know our, our future plans for our experiences so mm. um we've actually got a very uh talented gentleman that's just started working with us and he's uh working on our kind of ai machine learning framework and um, that's going to power a lot of our experiences so um capturing things like tone of voice um you know the type of language that you're using telematic data on how you're you know moving around the experience and all that sort of thing so that we can give wow. uh, you know an opt as, as much of an optimum feedback as possible uh, to our users um that's mm-hmm. kind of really big selling point uh, particularly when we're speaking to education institutions and stuff like that where we're basically saying we're doing you know a lot of the hard work so that you know, you necessarily don't have to, but you can you can reap the rewards so get the valuable data and then um, kind of trying to form that kind of ecosystem of learners coming in, enjoying the experiences, you know, having, you know, a, a, you know a meaningful moments from it and, and mm. meaningful learning experiences. Um, and then, you know, we can capture that data and then that can help train, you know, the next class or the next, uh, you know, yeah. students. And it's just, you know, just keeps going to that, you know, keeps getting optimized and, um, and you know, feeding that in as much ways as possible, like so for like, the um a, you know, difficult conversations and those sort of content they've been making. I mean, imagine powering that by, you know, an AI algorithm that um might even know what if but voice actors and stuff like that and all that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. And get the AI to do it as well. Yeah. Um But yeah, I think just to just to go on what Stephen said, that feedback, that instantaneous response is is really useful and we've built that into the the sort of the projects that we've worked on um so far um but yet yeah, linking up with um like lms's learning management systems and things along those lines where you know you can do a uh oh what's the homework for tonight teacher i'll go home and do this vr episode and then all of that content all of that feedback sort of feeds into their learning management system teacher can get it up on their computer the next day and bingo these people have passed these people have failed or, or whatever criteria um they're sort of marking it on um, which i think is, is is really exciting you know the ability to play games for homework and the ability to play games for <laughs> uh, for classwork is something that i would have uh, fallen over at the chance to have done when i was at school uh um, yeah, no, at school that was the case Right. <laughs> playing games instead of doing homework. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. To be honest, yeah, today's not well. Much like you, the end of life um, scenario you were mentioning, I was kind of mm. watching your guys' videos on YouTube, and you had like a a management one, which I'm new to management. I've been doing it a year, but I have a team of fourteen, like. 
I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So I was watching some of that and I was really interested in that. And it, it's neat that, like you said, you can, you know, what would I, what should I say in this scenario? And you pick in, and mm. if it's right or wrong, like you instantly know it. Cause you know, by like you have the actor there and it's like, it's pretty, pretty neat. Like I'm, I was blown away. So yeah. Really it's, it's, with the, I think you were in that one. You were the actor for that one, weren't you, yeah, Stephen? I, I believe. I was going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think seeing that real world response and um, that yeah. the sort of 360 film stuff, even though it may be a bit, I don't want to say old hat compared to the sort of fully immersive, um, fully immersive content. But seeing that human interaction, that human yeah. sort of feedback instantly, is is really something that you can't replicate. And you know, through conversations we've had with subject matter experts and other people working in in education is that um oh i forgot what i was going to say now what was i going to say oh yeah role plays sorry um <laughs> the role plays can be somewhat effective but you know what it's like when you're being asked to stand up in front of the class and pretend to be so and so from a shop or whatever to do a role play to help build customer relations it just doesn't have that same connection Whereas that's something that we found with the live action stuff is it brings that sort of human element really, really into it. And you get that instant human feedback straight away. Yeah. If that makes any sense whatsoever. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, good, <laughs> good. 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 Yeah. So have you done any like, um, I already forgot the term, but like, uh, user feedback testing and gotten any Feedback yeah, we've that. done a number of different kind of sessions. Um, I, I mean, for, we've done quite a lot for for Planet Pony. Um, mm. um, we're working on that for quite some time, and it was really. Um, so I'm a I'm a computer games development graduate from university, um, and that this was our first kind of um big project. Um, we worked on the first project that we've ever you know shipped, even though it's still kind of um you know a beta release. Um, but yeah, through that, um, I remember the first time we done user testing, um, and you know, to someone who'd never used VR before, and we just kind of flung them into to it, <laughs> no tutorial, <laughs> no telling them what the buttons were and all that sort of thing, and it was a. Uh, it was a bit of a catastrophe, to be honest with you, but, um, you know, <laughs> to tie into, uh, you know, what we're selling, it was that experiential learning, you know, and um, we will learn yeah. from those mistakes We, you know, we started mm. writing, you know, user-friendly documentation, included in a, a guided tutorial through the initial parts to, you know, learn the mechanics and all that sort of thing. Um, you know, it's funny, it was, you know, something that we would have to do for university assignments and all that sort of thing, but when I actually came to the real world, we're more focused on, you know, the kind of key mechanics, core game loop and all that sort of thing. And that we just plain forgot about it. <laughs> In all fairness, initially. But then, you know, we'll, we've learned from that. And then when we've done some more um, tests, we've done, you know, uh, me and some of the guys in, in the office in Scotland done some at a local university that they were partnered with. Uh, you know, Jack, you'd done some uh, testing down south in the uh, yeah. you know, southwest England. Um, but overall, it's been... Yeah, we... Sorry. Just saying, it's been quite positive since that. You know, we, we kind of learn from it. We we, we take feedback and and can criticism on board. Um, mm. you know, because ultimately, we, when we're doing things day in day out, it's you know, it's quite easy to get you know tunnel vision and kind of pigeonholed into you know what you're concerned about. But you know, when you give it in the hands of a, a user that's, that's never experienced it before, particularly someone who's never experienced VR before, um, you know. It's quite hard to um, potentially accommodate all the variables and all the the miraculous ways that they find to break <laughs> what you've <Yep>. created. <laughs> yeah, 
But yeah, we had, um, I think it was two weeks ago now with, with Laura Schumann, we had a feedback session on some of the, um, the sort of the more live action um, stuff for the mobile app that we're developing. Um, that's coming out on the 10th of next month, isn't it, um, Steve? The 10th, May, yeah. the 10th of May. I'm going to plug that now, if I may. 10th of May, yeah. we are Hive. We are Hive, Hive 360. Hive 360 app. That's the one. Um, nice. So yeah, we had we, we had a really great <laughs> feedback session with some of the people um, that we co-designed it with because one of our big things is co-designing with uh, subject matter experts and with end users because at the end of the day, we can create content until the cows come home. But if nobody wants to use it, what's the, <laughs> what's the sort of the point? I'm sure there's some great historical analogy I could draw there, but I can't think of any at the moment. Um, so yeah, we, we had some fantastic feedback sessions with... Um, uh, with students, with educators, and uh, yeah, in all honesty, it was quite overwhelming the sort of the the positivity we received. And I think um, some of them are already using it, our content, even though it's not been properly released yet, not been launched yet. They're they're already using it as part of their sort of staff training and uh, as part of their student sort of education at the moment, which is really fantastic to see that people people actually want to use the product, which I think is validation for any anyone who produces anything. That people want it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think one thing that's been interesting as well is that because our, um, you know, who who should really benefit from this is not only you know the students actually you know going through the experiences, but it's actually the educators that are trying to facilitate their mm-hmm. learning and finding new tools for that. And um, but it also creates its own kind of interesting set of challenges. You know, okay, so you've created a feature or a set of features that's going to be suitable for you know the students and you know potentially creating a beneficial learning experience. But does that actually fit with their curriculum? Is that going to satisfy um, their school administrators uh, who have to go to you know accredited body? and say, you know, they've done X, Y, Z, and this is why it's going towards, you know, these marks towards their, you know, their grade and all that sort of thing. So um, it's trying to encapsulate this kind of, um, I don't really say what it's the kind of one size fits all, but you're trying to fit all these different you know, <laughs> needs and requirements and demands and, uh, you know, from, so you really need to have that engagement. Um, you know, because mm. I, I can't say what an educator wants. Um, I they can't say what a student wants. You know, so that's why you yeah. have to have that kind of, you know, um, uh, you know, those as a resource for us, so we can actually develop meaningful content. Mm. Yeah, I was going to ask. Um, and this may or may not make sense, or you might just go down the tube here. But so when you're developing these things, and and I would I would imagine a lot of the focus is on like the student and and whatnot, but seems like you'd have to have like a whole nother separate almost not platform but piece before like the educator like the teacher or not like like how do they take the data like like you were kind of explaining a little earlier like how did yeah. on their end of it how do they use it or view it or any of that uh, well, uh, Jack may want to kind of chime in with this, uh, but uh, a lot of the work that Laura Sherman had done, and uh, Jack dude kind of helped with this as well mm. at the time, was that um, you know we looked at um, uh, you know kind of different courses that were being taught, and uh, I think it was more kind of general education initially, and we're like, right, okay, yeah. you know, where can we um, you know maybe map experiences to just to hit these marks so that we can say, okay, they can do this experience and it can go mm. towards you know uh, an accreditation or a, or, a, or a certificate or a grade, and um, so it, there's been a bit of work done there initially. 
yeah with with sorry to butt in there um no, no. Steve, but with with all of these we've we've sort of based them on um sort of t levels which is college um levels um that we have in the uk um so yeah they have a sort of set defined amount of sort of learning objectives that they hit um and then obviously when we're writing the script or when we're developing the episode we we have to get those learning objectives in into the episode so that the the educators are confident that what we're providing is is viable for the course um but also Stephen, i know you've done a, an awful lot of work on the, the platform development and that side of things for for the sort of the vr hive platform um with the whole separate sort of app almost for for educators to access the content from haven't you yeah, um, so yeah, that's been a can of worms. Uh, mm. <laughs> so, um, you know, so that <clears throat> with our platform, it's not only just, you know, you know, maybe, you know, students and educators going into the experiences and, um, you know, being able to fel- facilitate, you know, tools for thing from a, an educator's point of view but then it's like okay the school admins are going to, need to get us information so it's you know creating a, a a link from our kind of cloud-based networks and the assessment or experience data you know directly to their what we call virtual learning environments so it's basically kind of like an online portal that institutions use to go in and they can get coursework and stuff assigned to them and yeah how they get their homework essentially and yeah, um, since sure. especially since through um you know you know kind of covid and all that sort of thing where a lot of institutions are actually having to rely on these systems now as opposed to in-class yeah. teaching Um, you know that's what we're really trying to um because uh, the tools are great um but unfortunately mm. they're just not being used to the best they possibly can um it's all very flat it's all very you know like from a forum from like 2004 um you know it's it's honestly like it can be (laughs) as as bad as that but it's just about you know using the existing tools linking into that and just to make it easy for everyone really you know Mm. so going back on we do the hard work so they don't have to um but yeah it's, it's posed quite a uh number of different challenges uh you know trying to ask um education institution administrators you know well what would your requirements be for this platform and then you have to explain them what a platform is then you know what vr is and you know what a computer is and and all that sort of thing um but i suppose for me um particularly it's um you know it keeps me on my toes i'm, I'm constantly having to you know, make sure I'm giving the best possible uh, information and advice, and you know, you're constantly selling the benefits of it. Um, mm. Which you know, I can see and I, I can feel, and some of our users have felt as well. But um, yeah, some school admins are uh, a bit hard to kind of <laughs> come round. And I think just to riff off what you're saying, just just shut me up if I'm jabbering on too much. Um, but just to go on what you were saying there, that's what one of the reasons why we've developed the mobile app as well. And also it's it's available on, on the web app on a 2D version as well. Um, nice. it, it's just that ease of access. You know, probably everyone in this room and probably the vast majority of people watching the live stream are going to have a mobile phone that can access our app, that can access the virtual reality um content yes it's more simple than some of the things that you're seeing behind you but it's it's getting that edu- empowering people to to um to 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 access education really and if you can do that from the phone in your pocket then then all the more power to you all the more power to the learner really yeah just going about accessibility being a big mm. thing um, yeah, you know the, yeah. uh, you know so some people would argue say that um you know um so we're on uh, 
Meta Quest 2 devices. I kind of <laughs> almost cringe saying Meta Quest, but um, that is what it is. Um, you know, which is arguably the most accessible standalone, uh, you know, VR kit on the market. And um, when you compare mm. it to, you know, Valve Index and all that sort of thing, but um, but that's actually not accessible for everyone. You know, I mean, the RRP in the UK for that is three hundred pounds. So what's that? You know, about three hundred and fifty dollars or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, um, that's 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 crazy expensive for a lot of people. Do you know what I mean? So uh, yeah, alienating yeah. people because of a a price point, and um, we didn't mm. feel was right. So that's why we're looking. At, uh, we use web, some WebXR frameworks, um, so that you know everyone's pretty much. I say people, you know, VR isn't accessible, but, you know, most people I know have got an £800 iPhone in their pocket, uh, <laughs> which is a bit, a bit backwards. But, you know, it's trying to use the tools that people already have. So, you know, an internet connection, mm. a mobile device, access to a computer, which was, you know, granted through education institutions. And, um, you know, if that's their first taste into what immersive technologies uh, can offer, then, you know, we're, we're looking to facilitate that. Um, mm. So, you know, looking at, you know, both desktop and mobile-based uh, um uh, XR and you know really immersive um VR um and hopefully coming soon uh, a bit augmented virtuality as well. Something nice. I'm particularly interested in. <laughs> mm. Yeah I've always <clears throat> we've talked to a few like classroom teachers that use VR as much as they can and I think that's awesome. And I always say, like, if I was a kid, like, I would have paid way more attention and, and done way better, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, but I'm excited to see, like, I think AR might be a little more useful in the classroom because you can actually, like, like everyone can s kind of see it more. And it's, you know, it just seems like there might be a little more to do and a little more to show off with that. But I haven't really seen anyone do much with that space. So be interesting. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. I I I I agree with you there. I think um, you know, AR would be um, particularly effective as well. Um, you know, it's uh, it's kind of funny. I mean, most of the applications of, of AR that I, I see in my day to day is um, like Snapchat filters, you know, Instagram yeah. filters, and all that sort of mm -hmm. thing. You know, made through like Spark or something like that. Which you know, they can be quite you know quite cool and stuff like that. But I don't think it really does the the, the technology justice and what is actually yeah. capable of it. Um, mm. I mean, we were in talk. Uh, we we're currently in talks with uh, um, uh, another education institution in, in the me the medical field about using the like, whole lens and stuff like that, where. Um, you know where that's you know tried and tested in that market, but um, you know why is it just being excluded to you know applications for you know medicine or or something like yeah. that? You know that's uh, as again it goes back to the whole accessibility. You know just because they're doing you know this sort of maybe niche or um, high risk sort of procedures they need training on. Then, but you know why can't you take that technology and apply it to something like you know history or geography mm. or you know, yeah. effective communication or something like that, you know? Um, yeah. just a whole, I, I personally, you're limited by your imagination and the amount of time and energy you've got. On that side. <laughs> I think we found with a lot of, um, correct me if I'm wrong here, Stephen, but a lot of uh, sort of VR education tools are really focused on the sort of the hard skills. So like Stephen yeah. said, th things like medicine, engineering is a big one um, yeah. and, and things along those lines. So I think we're, you know, again, like you said, Stephen, sorry, I'm just uh, copying everything you're saying here. No, no. Um, but, um, but if we, we can, well. yeah, exactly. 
um but if we can if we can sort of bring the technology to things like job interviews and things like that you know training kids who are at sort of just leaving secondary school leaving high school sort of level job interviews university interviews everything along those lines everything that everyone has to go through at some point in their life and this is such great technology that we can bring to those sort of ev- everyday situations um that yeah. can really help help people i think um I was honestly thinking you guys this week because I had, I was doing some hiring and I was hiring or I was interviewing this young guy and, Mm. you know, everyone's different. Like I don't get nervous often, but you know, and so like, I don't really think about it, but in this guy I was interviewing young kid, um, his his hands were just like shaking the whole time and I felt so (laughs) bad, but it's like, I don't really think of that kind of thing. Like if he wasn't shaking, I wouldn't know if he's nervous or not. Cause it wouldn't even enter my mind. So again, mm. going back to your guys's apps and the scenarios, like that's just really good thing to bring. Like, Hey, this person may be suffering, you know, going through this, 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 and this, and you yeah, don't even yeah. know, keep that in mind. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. That's just, or if you're, if you're going for the interview as well, you know, you, you yep. get to practice. You get to have a, yeah. a go at it three, four times. And that's one thing that a lot of the nursing students said about the end of life conversation uh, project that we've worked on is if they knew they had to go and, and deliver that sort of the news to someone, they would use the the application and use the sort of the episode, you know, three, four, five, six times maybe before they went and actually delivered it just to get that practice in and get that sort of quote unquote semi real world sort of experience in that. Yeah, just yeah. to tell me that when a uh, uh, a nursing professional that said that um, most nurses remember the first time they've had to had that kind of conversation because yeah. you know ninety nine point nine percent of the time you know the first time uh, it, it was a car crash you know well sorry that's maybe a bad choice of language but um you know it went really badly um, <laughs> and because <laughs> yes sorry about that it's the one a.m. here so um yeah. but you know it went really badly and that. You know that stuck with them, and then when they go into, mm. you know, it, it comes up, or they're gonna have this conversation again with, with someone, and then you know the nerves are accelerated because they've had it before and it was a really bad experience for them. But if they had the opportunity to, you know, have some practices in a safe environment, then you know they could be a bit more prepared. And in the fact, if it's on a you know mobile app as well, you know, if you had you know some time to prepare and you know a bit, a bit of a refresher or um you know have that kind of extra resource um as opposed to having to kind of learn as you go and mm. those sort of situations it's not you know super appropriate in my opinion and also yeah. the 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 other what sorry were you gonna have i spoken over someone okay fabulous um the other episode that we've also developed was sort of a difficult conversation uh surrounding someone who's admitted themselves into hospital uh with mental health uh in a mental health crisis um so that was for slightly sort of younger age um so the end of life conversation was developed for university students and then the um mental health uh crisis was uh aimed at college students i'm not sure what you guys call colleges in the united states what we would call colleges but the sort of the level below universities basically um and so that one thing that a lot of them were saying was that they didn't have ready access to be able to go into a hospital you know if you're 16 17 you're not going to be able to have these difficult conversations you're not really going to be able to be on a ward without being supervised to the sort of the nth degree sort of thing so having Mm -hmm. these sort of practice conversations it exposes them to the realities of 
what it's like to work in, in in healthcare or in any industry really i'm just saying healthcare because that's the ones that we've we've just come off the project so it's fresh in my mind <laughs> so it, it's giving that exposure to people as well to to certain industries um which previously maybe vr hasn't uh, given them the exposure to, like we said, it's very big in sort of uh, in technology, um, technology and uh, engineering and things along those lines. But the more softer skills side of things, um, we really feel like it's got a place to to go in there. And um, we've also talked about developing things for like hospitality and things along those lines, health, safety, and security in the workplace. Things, things like that. That's been a very popular one. Interview skills, everything like that. I mean, there isn't anything that we can't apply it to. I think the only limitation is is the time that we have to, uh, to <laughs> yeah, develop these resources, things. Really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Have you have you guys found where like because you know companies obviously spend a lot of money and time on training and how to like train properly. It seems like, you know, in VR, you have body language and all kinds of other things tied in like instantly. Do you yeah. find that it's easier to to set something up from scratch and like get it going because of all that? And do you kind of, are you able to kind of point that out to where like there might be even like cost savings aside from like the better learning and training type of scenario or? Oh yeah. I mean, sorry, Jack, if you wanted to. No, I, I was just going to, uh, yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, um, I'm just remembering some of the stats. I'm sure our boss would be very annoyed that we haven't mentioned any stats so far and that I can't remember anymore. Um, but it's something like... <laughs> <I am. laughs> you're, you're going for brownie Shout points, is what you're saying. Uh, yeah, so, always. Um, but it's, it's stuff like, you know, VR learning on the whole is, is you know, like four times quicker than in-person learning because you're not having to deal with all the sort of the almost the pleasantries almost um mm -hmm. knowledge retention is 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 been shown to be uh 75 um more effective at knowledge retention as well than in-person training and also you know if if you came to us all these um stats are sourced on our website as well um if you want to go if you don't believe vrhive.com there we go we'll have links on the notes we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get them there thank you <laughs> fabulous um <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so if if you know if a company company A came to us and said we want you to build this uh, in management training um, sort of thing, they could use it with everyone in their company. If it's an international company, we can produce it in multiple languages, multiple subtitles, everything like that. That's it, it's a lot more cost and time effective um, than getting individual trainers to come in every single day, you know, to train a different class of. Uh, of sort of employees so that's one thing that we really do um like to shout about i think you know we can build it once and put it out to as many people um as they want trained in that particular sort of subject area and i think as well just that's to awesome. kind of tie on with that is uh, um you know the kind of pricing uh kind of strategy mm -hmm. that we're going for is uh, a kind of subscription service um, and because our plan is to you know target um you know a lot of different industries and, and things like that is that you know if you know, we've got learning content for you know um you know difficult conversations and all that sort of thing um, but if you don't want to subscribe to that then you know you don't have to opt into that package you can get the you know leadership and management you know training i mean i, I was recently i went to a week-long uh, leadership management training um and mm. I, I didn't want to know how much it costs because it was <laughs> fancy it was exceptionally fancy and you know sure it was absolutely fantastic i mean he's you know years of experience and you know a really good track record but you know he, he must have 
been a pretty penny, you know, but it's, yeah. it's trying to encapsulate all that kind of knowledge into a, a easily accessible sort of package that's kind of tailored to what you want to get out of it. That is, you know, really the kind of end goal that we see. Uh, and as time mm. goes on and the more content and the more sort of areas we'll cover, um, you know, it's, it's going to make... Uh, 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 make it a lot, a lot more impactful for a lot more people as well. Um, yeah. for, for having that kind of accessible and uh, tailored um, pricing model too. Yeah, and it's it's a running joke at my place of work. Not not with my group or anything. We have many groups, but like with the bulk of the company, it's just a running joke that you know when a new person starts, there's just hundreds of hours of videos, and these people just sleep through them because no matter how well you do them, it's just a lot. And if you don't like break yeah. it up and make them do stuff, they're just going to pass out. But yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, if you could just hop in and, and again, the production costs of the, just the simple training videos and all that nonsense, like just have a nice thing, put the headset on and have your guys' training and, and it's way more impactful. And you, like mm. you said, you retain more and I don't know, it looks like all positives. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. The only good thing I get out of uh, those LMS courses, usually where there's like, you know, comes some slideshows and stuff. Mm. Is they'll usually have like a really goofy looking guy or like he's really <laughs> into his expressions. And I just take screenshots, all those faces. And then in the you know, company chat, yeah, somebody does something, there's my reaction. And just, you know, that. And then like a zoom in on his eyeballs, you know, just really huge. Like, <laughs> Don't invite me to meetings here, you know, chat yeah. make it not gonna be helpful. You're just gonna get that guy's face. Yeah. yeah. I oh, was great. I was gonna ask on kind of on a similar note, since you mentioned you were kind of the actor in the scenario I saw anyway, like do you have any like scenarios like where it would like whether it's you or someone else, but like it's just fun to like to react like, hey, I'm 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 interviewing this guy and i obviously i'm picking the wrong thing but just to see the guy's reaction like how fun yeah, is it so to act and actually have like you know the crazy reaction that you might get yeah well and and that one um that you you uh, they've been sent to you that's on our youtube channel is a bit of a kind of snippet there's a there's a few one in there where um so i don't think i i, I swear in from that but i use very strong language and i kind of storm out the room because i've just been you know unfairly dismissed from my job and all that sort of thing um, and yeah, that, that was great fun i'll be honest um <laughs> you know um i found that a lot easier than you know trying to keep a straight face through the the parts where it was meant to be sad and um you know yeah. uh, try to convey um more um kind of sensitive emotions uh, i mean I'm, I'm i'm a scottish guy so kind of anger and aggression just this uh <laughs> and, and my nature <laughs> i suppose so it's a lot easier for me to do um uh, but yeah that, that was that was great fun that was great fun um i actually got roped nice. into doing that because i'd uh, one of my friends is a, a a film producer and he done a short mm. film and it was it was it was a bit tongue-in-cheek but it was you know quite serious and i struggled yeah. to not laugh through the whole time <laughs> I, I absolutely struggled i mean um i don't want to deviate but i was in a dress the entire time as well so taking myself seriously to be serious just wasn't mm. working but um but no that was great that was great fun um that was great fun i'm glad now we're in a in a position where um we have actual professional actors in, uh, and not just some um you know silly developer that um you know agreed to do something to help the company <laughs> but at the end of the day i think we, you know we made some decent content out but um you know really yeah, yeah. Our, our concepts, yeah. um you know which is good that you know really helped to um kind of sell what we were about um mm. which has really been yeah. helpful in gaining other clients and stuff like that 
And, you know, to, we've kind of talked about um, regional things before. Like, I think the same type of thing you guys could apply it to, like, like just hearing like your guys' backgrounds like, and how things are different. Like, that would be the one of the most interesting things to me. Like, just like, because just watching those videos, like, you know, like you're from Scotland, like, and things are different from over here in America, um, you know, in many ways. <laughs> um, just that simple job interview and like how different, like with the culture and everything, like it really stuck out. And like, I would love to see like culture, more culture differences and stuff. I think that would be, that would do a lot to like um, bring in like more understanding and, you know, all that stuff to seeing other culture sides of oh, things yeah, and, uh, you know like, yeah mm, i think that'd I think be that's, amazing yeah <laughs> you know um you know i, th I think for this moment in, because we're such a small company and we've, we've only really been a company for um just over a year now and um, mm. so we're um we're kind of focused you know mostly in the uk at this moment in time but um you know the, the kind of end goal is to be you know kind of globally recognized as you know the, the, the future of e-learning essentially that's you know not not to put it uh, put it short um so yeah things <laughs> like incorporating different cultures people from different backgrounds uh you know yeah. some of the content we've, been, we've created we've actually got um in multiple languages now as well mm. um yeah, for yeah we did we, we yeah the one of the first projects we worked on was a uh, a tour of a, a tv studios down here in cardiff um bad wolf studios they produce things like they're just starting to produce a new series of doctor who there they produced uh his dark materials um nice. <laughs> what was the other big one that they produced discovery of witches and all those big really big shows and um so one of the key things that they do is go out to schools and things like that and which they haven't been able to do with covid and they go to a lot of uh welsh-speaking schools as well so we had to produce that whole sort of episode in in the Welsh language as well. And we're working with a, a client, a big multinational client at the moment. And we're in talks about doing sort of Spanish and French versions of their um, sort of training episode as well. So, yeah, really bringing it. I mean, in the future, who knows, we'll have a, an office in New York City somewhere. Um, you never know. And, um, <laughs> yeah, just getting that, that different culture and bringing it. It's like just going on what I said was earlier everyone's got a mobile phone in their pocket everyone can access our content um so you want it sort of regionalized to where you guys are mm -hmm, and definitely. to be able to access everything else and see everyone else and and how they do it you know if you've got a big business meeting in london or something like that you might want to freshen up on how they do job interviews or or vice versa in another or country whatever. or something yeah exactly exactly yeah yeah that's awesome <laughs> aren't you guys afraid you're going to eliminate all the sitcom usual scenes that scenes in the play like you're gonna kill any future seinfeld or um freight uh, i mean they've had a good don't run have my pastor you're gonna yeah. kill all those <laughs> they've had a good run yeah, yeah they've had a good run i think it's you know time of the, the baton to be passed and uh yeah. you know we, we can take the reins for a little bit at least uh well, hopefully um but you know the world works in funny ways so you know you know if, if we take over that there you know i'm there's some very creative people out there so i'm sure mm. they'll find some uh fantastic new ways to new. um yeah exactly imagine americans going into european countries and not making complete asses of ourselves yeah as as brits that's what we say about ourselves yeah <laughs> yeah uh, i we have a friend um 
from uh, Birmingham and he just had a mm. trip to New York and he sent me an email and he was like, I spent way too much money because he, you know, VAT tax is different than our sales tax. You got to pay yeah. sales tax and everything. And he's like, mm. yeah, he was complaining about, um, uh, glass of pineapple juice. It was like $8.50. No. Yeah, it was yeah, the first time in America there was a you know a dollar store, um, but it doesn't actually cost a dollar. It was a dollar seventeen, <laughs> and I was like, "What?" Uh, I was given a dollar though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was pointed to the penny tree thing. You know, there's a penny tree if you leave oh, no. a penny or something like that. Yeah. and I pretty much like that didn't even cover it. Yeah, take a penny. <laughs> yeah. I just send people so out every time I go. I just take the whole thing and put it in my pocket, and then just put the tray back. It's like they're free. Yeah, it was just for free. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i lived in uh i lived in toronto for a wee bit and that it really shook me the whole extra extra tax on everything ten dollar picture was ten fifteen or something i don't know what it was but yeah that was pretty crazy but if you but could experience like... that in vr before you went on your trip yep. <laughs> you know that would be uh you'd be used to it and it would be amazing yeah, yeah. And you might not even go <laughs> well, exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> our country is just too big is uh Back in the day, like PG and I are brothers, and we're from Wisconsin, which is the top middle of the U.S., mm -hmm. so up north. And mm -hmm. now I live on the southern, kind of eastern part. And my parents came to visit me when I moved down here once. And my dad is not a patient. He wasn't a patient guy, but he was <laughs> mad because he was like, he felt dumb at one of our gas stations, our petrol stations, <laughs> because you have to swipe your card first. You can't just pump petrol and then go pay for it. Uh, okay, yeah. In the south, you have oh. to punch your card in, then, or you have to go into the attendant and then say twenty bucks mm. on pump three. Then and he was out there for I don't know how long. He was so mad and frustrated about it, and I was like, "He's like, why didn't you tell me?" I'm like, "How the fuck am I going to like just think of that one random ass?" <laughs> yeah. And you know, like, again, yeah, taking a trip down yeah. there, just a slice of life in every facet of the planet would be mm. great. Mm. Ruin his yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. so there was actually a trip. A trip. Yeah. <laughs> it's maybe more hard skills, but I read an article recently about um uh, how some law changed at some gas stations in America. I think it was in Portland where uh, it's now not a requirement for you to uh, have someone you know pump your gas. And um, mm -hmm. funny saying pump your gas yeah. is actually quite uh, maybe inappropriate in the UK. <laughs> potentially <laughs> um, um but then it was like you know people were confused because they never actually had done had to do it before so the people yeah. in you know fairies 40s mm. 50s and they've just got no, not a scooby-doo what, what to do so imagine there was a you know vr hive piece of content yeah. you know yeah. how to pump your own gas what do you do do you take the lighter out and you, you set the thing on fire or <laughs> yeah. you know do you you know take it out a, out a park and and let it go <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, you drive and ram the pump, and the gas just magically seeps in through the paint. <laughs> yeah, um, there's nothing that's how it works in most games over so. here in America. We're starting yeah. to get right. You're starting to get more and more roundabout corners. You know, very popular in Britain ever mm. since you know Chevy Chase had his movie. But there's a fair <laughs> few over here, but there's still places that haven't seen him. And you can see a video online from a few years back, of like I think it's Kentucky, which is the middle of our country, like right in the middle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and there's a, a roundabout turn got added, and nobody knows how to do the the traffic camera is. There's people driving right over it, like 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 if this yeah. is a circle, they're just driving yeah, right yeah. past it. There's people that want to take a left turn instead of going around the traffic circle and then going that way. 
they just drive into oncoming traffic <laughs> and like Ooh. undercut the whole thing. And it's like, holy yeah. crap. Yeah. Yeah. Roundabouts are scary though. They're Did they not put a roundabout yeah. in a Grand Theft Auto game? <laughs> but I've always thought of a virtual reality sort of driving lesson. Virtual yeah. reality driving lessons would be would be great. You just have to get the foot pedals and the, mm-hmm. and the sort of the gear stick as well. Yeah, I should um, leave you. That's, <laughs> Those are expensive. Yeah, I, I yeah, think they are expensive. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'm, going... I have foot pedals and a gear stick for for my PS2. You know, back in the day. So if you yeah. know, you just use the same technology. There you go. I've got yeah. a wheel with gas pedals, but the gear stick's like 200 bucks, and the frame to hold it is 200 oh, bucks, and the wheel is 200 bucks. So it's like, yeah, that's about that. <laughs> if you go there, that's yeah. take your, like your, buying a real your, car. Your... <laughs> right. It's more expensive than the actual second hand cars I'm looking at right now. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, but imagine if they just had little booths like that when you go to take your in person mm. like driving test, and then you just go over there and have a little arcade, and where they, you know, the, the driving instructors mm. can be like, okay, I feel confident that they're not going to get me killed. Yeah. Mm. I think I'll take them for a test drive. Or they, they, just... they do that with... Uh, they do that with pilots. Like, if you want to get yeah. your hours up as a trainee pilot, you go into a simulator. So Certainly, why don't yeah. you... Why don't they, there's a gap in the market. If if the VRI <laughs> fires us both tomorrow, this is our new company, Stephen. Yeah, yeah exactly. The, yeah. the VR drive. <laughs> and if yes, you guys need yeah. some help, I'm willing to do that. Like, whatever I can do to, to, to chip in, because that sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm learning to drive just now. And, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> a, a practical driving test in the UK is you pay XYZ for... And you know, invigilator guy to come in and he puts his sat nav on and he says, Right, drive. So <laughs> like, you could just be an AI, do you know what I mean? Thanks, He's got a middleman. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to risk any motorists in the you know, on the roads and stuff like that. And um, learn by your mistakes by, you know, running people over and all that sort of thing. Um, you know, definitely definitely a gap in the market there. Mm. A side project, I think. Whatever yeah. happens time. <laughs> Practical one of the practical driving tests I had to take ages ago and like halfway through the driving course at, at our, you know, high schools was like, everybody had to come out and do like a function in the car. You had to sit in the driver's seat and do something, like operate one of the things, like the wipers or something like that. I got turned the radio off and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> how much are we paying you? <laughs> like, at least ask me to pop the hood, you know, like there's a PWR <laughs> yeah, yeah. power, right? Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, sorry. I'm getting uh, angry. <clears throat> no, I'm sorry. That's stupid. Yeah. I always love that video from uh, I can't remember where it is in in the states, but it's a big city, and they've got all the golf cart roads, and the kids like drive the golf carts back and forth from school and stuff like that. Never seen I don't know if you guys have know. seen that or no. Oh, it's amazing. It's like you've got the main main roads with the cars on and everything. Then you've got proper like paved tracks just for golf carts. And people drive their golf carts to and from work, to and from school. You've got 15-year-old oh, kids driving them. And yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. That might be fun. And they already kind of know that. Yeah, that would be great. The ropes. And mm-hmm. going back to that British friend of ours from Birmingham, you could... Mm. You could uh, Upgrade your subscriptions for, you know, experiences to, to get used to in VR because he was over here when that 
New York subway shooter thing just happened. I think he was like in the mm. city about to go on the subway. And then they're like, we didn't leave Manhattan or whatever. They didn't go on the subway to go to the other islands and stuff because there was an active shooter. And I was like, welcome to America. But at least you can <laughs> take a course and be like, in this case, this is how people are going to get off the subway mm. or, you know, I hate to call it like live shooter training, but emergency evacuation. Well, yeah, yeah that, that's interesting because <laughs> well, that's actually. Yeah, I believe in some states that's actually something they can embed into like the kind of high school curriculum is how do you act in those sort of situations and um, we, you know, and all that sort of thing. We just had that at work. They literally brought like one of our top security guys is like an ex-military dude and. It got pretty intense. Like they were making people like walk through the hallways and like look to make thing sure that everything's cleared and move. And like he was like chasing them. Like it was pretty crazy. <laughs> wow, that kind of sounds like fun too. But like I thought it was fun, but a lot like of people were stressed out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have those in our kindergarten over here now. Like imagine yeah. that they got bulletproof backpacks. Mm. Wow, <laughs> I'm like oh, wow. welcome to America. Do you want to come over? We'll hang out. Oh uh, yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, to to get off that subject, um, I don't know if you guys have anything else to share with with what we were talking about, but we haven't talked about planet pollinate yet. So if we want to shift oh, yeah, gears sure. into something yeah, sure. sunny and, and neat, <laughs> yeah, like our like our beautiful farm that we've got on here, and um, with the <laughs> Uh, arguably janky uh, uh, load on distance on this the, the build that was used for filming on this um, <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah planet pollinate so um, you can try it just now on side quest uh, if you like hmm. um, you just search for planet space pollinate um, and we'll share the links but um, I feel like an, an ass because I so wanted I saw the video and I so wanted to try it but like Two weeks ago, I was sick, and then this week for work, I was working in the field, so I couldn't get to it. But definitely going to hop in there and plant some stuff with Wookie. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, and you know, uh, if you've got a chance to play, you know, um, you know, give us some feedback as well. You know, we're still mm. open for, um, you know, for some some criticism and some pointers. I'm sorry for some crinkling in the background. My cat has managed to get into the catnip, so um, <laughs> no that's what that crinkling noise is. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, but yeah. Um, it was very interesting uh, developing this. I mean, it was the first kind of major project that uh, I'd worked on with um, kind of more than two other people, essentially. Um, mm. Six of us in total, I think, was working on this. Um, and it was interesting trying to uh, make things like a tank friendly. And, <laughs> 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 um, you know, so interesting kind of design choices we had to take where the actual tank itself is uh, kind of um, almost kind of DIY tractor, um, which well, the first task when you go in is to communicate with each other and find the missing parts from the Pollinator 2000, put it together, and then that, you know, creates the um, the, the actual vehicle that can be, be driven. Um, and uh, one of uh, my colleagues um, is uh, from Cyprus. Um, so he, uh, if you're separate, you have to do some... Um, you know, serve some time in the National Guard, uh, and he was a tank driver in the National Guard. So, um, 
we had his expertise on, you know, what the roles were uh, within a tank and, you know, what the responsibilities were. Um, so we had that kind of insider knowledge, which was interesting. Um, uh, but yeah, we we couldn't find of a friendlier way to for the for the, the gunner job role, yeah. <laughs> driver, spotter, uh, and then gunner. Um, yeah. I think we toyed with like uh, you know planter or pelleter or something like that, but nothing really kind of stuck <laughs> as of yet. So if you if you come up with any ideas, um, you know, definitely let us know. Um, but yeah, and the, the the idea I think came from all those sort of. Um, uh, the sort of the reality TV shows like It's Me or the Dog and uh, shows along those lines where you know you've got dysfunctional couples or dysfunctional families <laughs> and then they go and have a tank driving day experience where they learn to communicate <laughs> and one of them's blindfolded mm-hmm. and the other one has to navigate them through the course and that's really where the I think the idea the inception came from for this one really um, you know it's it's a great team building team building exercise you know people do shout at each other and i've heard people get quite <laughs> sort of um when i was testing it it was like back up back up back up no no back up the other way the other way and all these sort of things <laughs> and obviously it's aimed at improving communication and, and and i think it does it really effectively actually yeah having was <laughs> one, <laughs> so one testing session that we've done at a university um it was one of my old um tutors and you know um uh, very established academic, you know, he's a doctor and all that sort of thing. And he was screaming at his group. He was absolutely <laughs> screaming at these, you know, uh, university students. Uh, and they were quiet for it because he just basically took charge. Like, go to the right, go to the left, and go up, no, up, up, go back, go back, you idiot. Mm. Um, and it's just, uh, you know, it's funny the kind of uh, how, how immersed he was in it. And uh, mm. he basically forgot his role as a, um, an established <laughs> academic and started screaming at some children. Um <laughs> Uh, but but yeah, obviously, was, uh, these things. Well, well, obviously, these things. You know, take the lessons that you've learned in the. Uh, whilst that, you know, you may be screaming and shouting at other people, but you take that and then you reflect, sort of, in the real world. You reflect mm-hmm. about what what you've learned in there, what you've experienced in there, and that's where a lot of the learning really comes in. In that sort of uh, reflection, almost, if you will, and with the feedback as um, well, with the AI behind it, you know, recognizing. So it's not in the current build that's kind of been worked on at the moment, but you know, recognizing your tone of voice and what actual mm-hmm. language you were using as well, so that you know, if that if you had an AI assessment on his um, experience. For that, I would be, you know, uh, first of all, no, calm down, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, stop, stop shouting, <laughs> children, please. Yeah. Um, but you know, in a in a very constructive way. Um, and thankfully, you have a you have an HR app that he can go through right afterwards and learn what not to do. <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. Feeds into that. It's like you done. This is why you know, this is how you go. acted in this. So yeah, go on to this next, and that should yeah. hopefully sort out whatever issues you clearly have. Uh, no, I just, um, I just. Um, uh, yeah, there, was... there is also a, a bad language sort of um, uh, sort of monitor on there as well. Is something that we've talked about, and so I think previously you've you've gone through all the all the words <laughs> and tried to to pick out all the all the bad ones to uh, to include on that one. I think you had a bit of a fun time trying to do that. Yeah, it was an interesting time in the office, just uh, mm. um, you know, just going like shit, fuck. <laughs> Uh, and then you know, my colleagues looking at me and say, "You're right." I said, "No, no, don't worry. I'm just, you know, you know, training the model." Uh, it's all yeah. good. Uh, and now we've got a, a new guy in the office doing the exact same thing. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna say something, Rocky? You ever play the videos back? Like, did you show that professor like a recording of their session? 
uh, because that, that was like... on um, campus, we weren't allowed to um, record. Um, but uh, it, it gets oh. it gets brought up to him very regularly. Um, we're still <laughs> quite, quite closely with him. Um, and anytime someone mentions Planet Polony or what we're doing, um, we we bring it back to his experience and um, <laughs> and how immersed he was in it as a bit of a kind of selling point. Uh, that we're speaking to his colleagues. Um, so yeah, it's definitely oh, like a him. cell phone video. Right, oh, and then he gets better. Like this is this is the improvement. This is this is his first try, and he's just like flipping tables and shit. The second try, and he's just like, sorry, I shouted. <laughs> Didn't mean to fly off the handle uh, there. Just adding that to the feature backlog to yeah. recordings <laughs> and having telematic playthroughs as well, and then send it directly to his email address and his boss. Possibilities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chris Hansen VR or something. Yeah, it just knows who. Who he reports to? <laughs> Got a divorce lawyer, quick hotkey, and <laughs> yeah. one of those buttons from like the, the ammo. Just boom. this guy's getting divorced. <laughs> Sorry, I'm writing I'm these down. By helpful. the way, I don't know. I'm writing these down. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Cool. And that was Jack's idea, so Jack, you'll be credit for that. Uh, we've, got, we've got the recording, we've got the recording, there's evidence, there's evidence. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> of what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to start, Sarah, very briefly. Yeah, some be... kind of time, actually. Interested to try this with Wookie, because, again, on the podcast, we've talked about, like, when we play online, like we've known each other our whole lives, obviously, so we don't really need to communicate much. And I think mm. when we come across games like Demio, it makes us communicate. It's really bizarre. So I'd really be interested. We'd probably get in such a big quarrel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's less dangerous than buying like a piece of IKEA furniture and having one person yeah. read the instructions mm. to the person, other person building it, because then you've got tools and weapons and shards. Paper, that literally paper, paper, just paper. happened in my house a couple about a month ago and yeah it was it wasn't pretty have <laughs> <laughs> you played them um, keep talking and no one explodes yes that's uh, mm. a, a very interesting one yeah even it doesn't matter how you know friendly or an effective communicator you are you're going to end up um particularly if you're the one trying to do the disposing and you're going to be shouting out however you know poor <laughs> persons try to decipher the manual um yeah yeah, so one of the first I, the first things we first started to develop prior to Planet Pony, which some of the kind of frameworks and stuff for that kind of get ported over to that was um, a kind of escape room uh, type experience. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. You know, so you've got that effective communication and problem solving, critical thinking, and all that sort of thing, and it kind of amalgamated into um, you know into this. We kind of partly use that as um, you know kind of finding our feet when it comes to um, you know um, cloud based. Um, uh, you know, cooperative uh, multiplayer. Um, some of my colleagues had never actually worked uh, on a, you know, a VR project as well. They've more done 2D, 3D and all that sort of thing. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'd quite like to go back to the uh, escape rooms now that I'm a bit more knowledgeable and I've got a bit more experience and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, make it, I want to say more, a bit more punishing, but you know, just so you get that more of a experience, the uh, opportunities for learning, I shall say, as opposed to punishing. 
<laughs> I think that w- those ones were aimed at a slightly lower sort of education level as well. Yeah. So I don't think we want to punish them to that that harshly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, I'm a bad person. We didn't want. No, no. Oh, sorry. No. Nope. What? What? I was just saying bad choice of words because I keep saying uh, <laughs> potentially <laughs> misconstrued <laughs> inappropriate things. <laughs> but not after you. Really. <laughs> I would say the uh, escape rooms are great fun because, like, you get too many people in those. We did one once where there was easy, easy puzzle. But I guess if you're the one opening the thing and pulling out a bunch of photos with clues on them, you're not thinking about it. And nobody was listening to me. And I'm like, it, it, you flip them over and you put them <laughs> together. And then, okay, you're no, oh, you're not listening. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Five minutes later, I'm like, um... thank you. Let's get the key and go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Patience. <laughs> okay, this stuff looks fun. I like and we were talking way earlier on too, like people might have, you know, with the I think it was an end of life thing with the discussion. Mm-hmm. If you've done once mm-hmm. one task, especially something like that, and you've kind of like had a bad experience, humans don't let those associations go. And the only way to fix them is like to repeatedly make another, you know wagon track in the dirt you got to just keep making other associations mm. you don't always get to do that with real people because they're gonna get sick of you <laughs> real quick yeah now. yeah so, and also exposure also i think you know the the i mean we've all been in situations where we'd love to say something wholly inappropriate and wholly <laughs> sort of rude and horrible and crass or whatever at least i have in every single day but um that was my whole first this, marriage this, yeah. <laughs> he's not, you think he's kidding but, <laughs> he's I'm staying out of it um, <laughs> but just to Sorry. just to reiterate what I said no just to reiterate what I said earlier you know just that ability to make those mistakes as well and see oh what would happen if I was really rude to this you know dying person here or something like that which I would never do as a medical professional but what happens I'm going to press that button and you get to see that reaction and, and that learning is really useful as well you know you learn more by making mistakes than you do by uh picking the right option every single time uh, right. and that's one thing we found really difficult with the script is to make sure that the the right options aren't always obvious it's not like yeah. one option is oh i'm gonna look after you and take care of you and the other two are just horrible full of swear words or whatever <laughs> you know it's a bit difficult to to sort of get that sort of level level playing field and that's one thing that we've We've had to learn sort of a lot with we're working with subject matter experts and, oh, this is something that a lot of people do say, but it's not really the the correct thing to say if you if you catch my drift, if you know what I mean. Yep. But uh, yeah, that's been a real, real big learning curve for us, I think. And that, mm-hmm. <clears throat> that'd be helpful for a sadist like me, where like maybe if I saw it virtually, I wouldn't need to see it or say yeah. it in the exactly, real world. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, when you, 100%. you go to like an airport and they're like, you know, has your bag been out of your out of your line of sight? And there's always that idiot half yeah. of your brain that's like, mm, let me say it, don't say it. you know, and you're just like, <laughs> no, that up here, you know, and you just got to get one of those out of you at some point. So maybe having an actor yeah. do something stupid. Yeah, exactly. Just, <laughs> you got to do it once. But I got to make yeah. my flight. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think as well, some feedback that we've got as well, um, uh, you know, not to generalize anything, but, um, uh, you 
know, things that people have been like, maybe have some anxieties around maybe certain tasks or approaching, you know, certain problems or, or scenarios. Mm. Um, you know, it gives them an experience as well where they can kind of feel safe and a bit more in control as well. Um, you know, which can be a big thing for people with sort of anxiety or, uh, or you know, kind of stress through that sort yeah. of thing. Um, so not only, you know, just, you know, you, you can, for lack of a better expression, you can, you know, arguably, um, you know, spin you know a lot of these experiences to you know for various benefits for various different people and you know what their kind of needs and requirements are and which i think is a big thing um and then you know as the future goes on and more things that we're developing is powered by ai um you know the limitation mm. to the, the you know the the, the the scope becomes bigger but it means that you know even if you are um you know uh kind of tried and tested professional in your field or something you could go on to and you could argue have an experience you've not actually had before um for you know a bank of uh, you know questions or scenarios or situations that we can embed within it and and add that bit of rng to it and one yeah. thing that we found but, really interesting with the we sorry did, did i interrupt you there um, one thing that we found really interesting, we've as well as doing the sort of the live action uh, filming, we've sort of done a sort of animated motion capture um, sort of version of it as well with with voice actors, um, which again you can see on the app on the the tenth of May. Um, plugging that again, tenth of May, um, <laughs> and it's been really interesting to get that sort of uh, feedback about how people respond to sort of animated avatars in comparison to sort of live action actors and we found that the the, the response is, is slightly different um but they're really useful in different situations say you're trying to expose a really big heavy topic like end of life conversations to slightly younger um you know younger learners who are just starting on their healthcare journey but this is stuff that they need to know it, it, the the sort of animated stuff doesn't have as much emotional impact potentially as the live action stuff so that that's a really great way of introducing that sort of stuff uh that sort of stuff to them and yeah it's just been really interesting comparing and contrasting because i remember reading a paper and maybe i know laura Sherman was the one who introduced it to me about avatars in vr and it's so much worse to have an avatar that does things that aren't expected of humans than to have an avatar that doesn't move at all sort of thing. Um, mm -hmm. And this is sort of really played out through our, um, the sort of the motion capture sort of graphical versions that we've, we've created as well. And we had some really fantastic voice actors and really fantastic actors. Uh, and I'm not just saying that because they agreed to work with us, um, but they <laughs> genuinely were, uh, genuinely were fantastic. And the voice actors, the emotion really did come across through the avatars as well which which i was not surprised by but i was really happy to see that and really happy to get that feedback that the motion really did did come across through the voice actors right so <clears throat> how long a list do you guys have because the applications are endless like i'm just sitting here th constantly thinking of more and more <laughs> things you could that's do the with thing it, yeah so. I mean, we're like a team of what, um, about 10 people at the moment. Um, yeah, and so, yeah. you know, we're, we're constantly um, kind of chasing our tail a little bit on, uh, you know, trying to get content created and, uh, and, and get out of there. So, you know, a lot of work's been done, uh, you know, to have content ready for the app that's coming out on, you guessed it, the 10th of May, you know, High <laughs> 360 mobile app, a company, iOS and Android. Um, uh, <laughs> You know, but, uh, you know, we've been a team of such small people and, you know, we're from working in different areas in the UK as well. Mm. Um, you know, a constant, you know, lean, mean, content producing, virtual reality machine. It's, 
you know that that's where our kind of current difficulties lie you know we can have all these great ideas but it's the time and resources and effort and and cost to actually produce it um but you know we're, we're currently creating solutions for that as well i mean we're, we're partnered mm. with some educational institutions so you know we're looking at um uh often you know like um industrial um a kind of project so it's almost got like a, an internship or something like that but um there's kind of master's level programs in in universities in the uk where uh, as opposed to doing like one class like one module you'd actually work for you know a company and and, and you know work up towards a project and you know like you can use that for your, your your cv or your resume um and you get you know valuable industry experience as well so it's a kind of win-win situation where they're getting mm-hmm. um something that goes towards their qualifications to get industry experience and we get a bit of help in getting some content created or um you know things that our website um updated and all that sort of thing um to, to then ultimately sell the, the, the content <laughs> and, and i think now that we've created the first sort of we've created planet pollinate we've created these sort of first learning episodes we know what goes into making them a lot better than we did you know even six months ago or, or um so yeah. we, we we've got our process down now i think pretty much um or at least 75 80 percent of the process is down so we can just carry on creating so i think we've got five or six episodes when the app launches five or six episodes on the app i believe um and then we're, we're working on with um three three other um educational institutions um i believe as well for content for the app and and then steven on your side of the business um there's there's a lot more uh institutions that you're working with as well yeah i'm uh, i mean last time i looked at that list that was i had to scroll down a couple times uh, to actually get to the bottom <laughs> of it um, yeah uh, but yeah it's uh, you know even though we are um you know still fairly um, young as a company um, you know the ambitions and our kind of track record is starting to be the proof in the pudding as well with mm. the kind of engagement we've got from you know both users and uh, institutions um, but yeah it's just I think for the you know for the moment it's just you know pushing forward and you know we're lucky enough that in the, the last year that we've you know we've created all these you know different frameworks and stuff but so it's just a matter of you know, we have the ideas, you know, we're trying to add the content and, you know, we'll just kind of keep cycling, cycling from there. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, what one th- and, and it's actually, it's very interesting now when we, st- when we, you know, we finish one project and we go to start a new one, um, you know, and when we're creating a new repository and all that sort of thing, it's the, the, the you know, the, the project initiation is, is, is way quicker than what it used to be and um, you know we use mm-hmm. kind of lean product development methodologies, we work in an agile kind of, um, uh, environment where um you know constant iterations and all that sort of thing um so as a team we've a lot more optimized um oh, nice. you know which which is um you know a big thing for us i mean with you know planet pollen it was um uh, you know we were kind of learning in, in real time about you know proper agile development and uh, and stuff like that but you know again come for that experiential learning we can now put that into practice and uh, things are a lot um you know a lot a lot quicker and hopefully as you know as time goes on and, and we grow as a team we can part that knowledge on to you know future graduates um and you know new team members and um you know we can just kind of keep keep that going as well uh, and you know branching into different areas of immersive technology also and i think one thing to mention as well about the 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 team is um 
just how young everyone, most people on the team are really. I mean, everyone on the the development team are, are recent graduates. I think I'm the one who's who's had the longest period of um, being graduated, I suppose, um, because we had a lot of the team members. What was it last week? Had their graduation ceremonies. Yeah. Um, so I think that just sort of yeah. is testament to them as well, and how how great the the, the development team is. Um, apologies if I'm blowing my uh, blowing our own trumpet there, but I think I think we have to <laughs> from time to time. Um, oh yeah, definitely. But yeah, and I'm you didn't graduate that long ago, did you? Yeah, most most of the team graduated from university last year. Um, mm. I'm uh, I'm actually I'm I've just started a PhD as well in uh, augmented virtuality. Um, so I've, I'm I'm back to being a <laughs> a student again, um, but yeah, um, and you know, can average age of the development team is about you know kind of what twenty twenty three, uh, twenty two oh, yeah. twenty three years old. Uh, mm. I'm the oldest. I actually I'm I'm yeah. in my thirties. Um, I was a late bloomer, as, it, as if you like to say it. But um, but you know I, I'm super proud of everyone at the, at the, mm. at the company, um, not just from the development team or or anything like that. I think from all all aspects you know we're all kind of pitched in we all you know um one of my colleagues who's a level designer but he also does marketing and um, mm. you know we've got our um uh, uh, environment and 3d artist um, and you know he handles some of the kind of scrums and the sprints and all that sort of thing and um, you know i'm a developer i'm also other department jack you're uh, amazing at dealing with clients but you know you're also you know tip top you know um when it comes to actual production so they think well that's your, that's your bread and butter you know but mm. um it's in a room. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we've got one. So. Oh, oh. <laughs> let's see here. Yeah. No, that, that's, that's incredible. Really, like a great moment. All, all the twenty-year-old people I know are, are nowhere near doing anything like that. When I was at age, I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> I wasn't either. I'm still not yeah, doing same. anything. <laughs> and now they're going to have to call you doctor? Like, come on. <laughs> I know. I can't believe that myself. If you, if you knew my, my background and where I grew up, uh, well, if you went to my school teachers, they'd be like, they wouldn't believe me. They'd, they'd, yeah. they'd, they'd, you know, they'd, um, I'd probably be institutionalized from their recommendation. And uh, But no, it's... Uh, <laughs> It's been quite a you know a tough journey so far, and um, mm. uh, but you know it, you can definitely see the payoff, see the see see the payoffs, and you know how much people have grown and their their mm. confidence and stuff like that as well. Um, you know it's you know it's no secret that you know a lot of computer science students are you know kind of introverted and all that sort of thing. Mm. Um, but you know uh, seeing the team on you know calls with clients and stuff like that, and you know being able to speak up and you know be confident and and confident in their own abilities as well. Um, you know that's something that I'm uh, I'm really pleased to see in the team. Mm. Uh, I mean I'm known for you know being a bit of a kind of waffler and just. You know, talking without much substance, but you know that's just who I am. I can't, you know, doing that on nerves or something. But you know, it's uh, and, and this thing goes on. Exactly. Gloves, the gloves, fitting. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that, that's that's something that I, I've really have uh, uh, been appreciative of seeing seeing that mm. seeing them grow. Um, my only concern is that they don't grow too much and try to leave the company. Uh, <laughs> 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 that seems pretty for vr like all the developers i mean there's a mixed bag of course but most of them 
that we've talked to anyway are on the younger side. So that's pretty pretty insane when you think about it. I think, but well, the, the tools are here now. So yeah, I mean, how fast mm-hmm. can you jump into Unity and download a pre-made you know app to tinker with and figure yeah. it out? So that's the hardest part is getting the framework set up. You know, anybody can code mm-hmm. the script, but if you don't install the application and publish it, you kind of mm-hmm. stuck. Yeah, I think that's good having the the accessibility for that. You know, if you've got, um, you know, I mean, even you know, with Unity and the kind of XR interaction toolkit, you don't necessarily even have to have a VR device. You've got the I can't remember what it's called, but a kind of emulator sort of thing. You can use it as if like a you know keyboard and mouse mouse sort of setup. Um, but yeah, um, I think it's you know having you know okay, you can have access to the kind of tools where you can develop for these sort of platforms, but it's understanding the, you know, the usability heuristics um, and all the sort of nuances when it comes to the user experience and, uh, you know, AR, VR, mixed reality or, or whatever it may be, you know, that's that's the kind of turning point. Is that, yeah, you can, you know, load up a unit scene and have a gun with an attached transform and it shoot bowling balls or whatever, um, but trying to turn it into a, a meaningful um, experience for users. You know, that's that's a difficult part, in my opinion. Um, obviously, you can mm, have yeah. complex interactions and all that sort of thing, but, um, you know, the user experience point, that's that's the, you know, that's the real clincher. You know, try to get them in that first 30 seconds, get them engaged and ultimately coming back and back again to your, to your application. That's, um, that's where you, in my opinion, need to put the work in. Um, on top of optimizing and uh, bug fixing and uh, trying not to let them break it too much and not deleting <laughs> your code and losing access to your Git repository and your infrastructure <laughs> failing and crumbling all around you. Um, you stressing me out. Yeah, not not speaking from experience, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> You've never dealt with that before, have you? No. <laughs> oh no, never, never. I, I've read about it though. Um, no, my, my time will come. Um, probably about five minutes. Um, well, is there anything we didn't get to that you guys yeah, wanted well, to talk about exciting. before we, before we, call it a night? Before you, your coffee wears off. Cards <laughs> <laughs> coming in. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, mobile apps yeah. coming out on the uh, tenth of May on iOS and Android. <laughs> um, if you want to, yeah, definitely. Um, if you want to hear more about us, um, we're on the, uh, the vrhive.com, and we're on you know Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. We've actually got a TikTok account as well, which we've got yeah, one we video which we got absolutely slaughtered for. Um, someone commented on it. Um, this is. But uh, I've, I've read it in Discord was a room. That's what it looks like. And it's just the development team <laughs> waving. Uh, <laughs> which I still find hilarious. Um, uh, I know we talked about our platform, um, which is still in development. We are um, aiming for our kind of... Um, to bring that to market in about a year's time. So February uh, 2023. Um, Touchwood, all things goes to plan. Um and yeah, I mean, for the next couple of months, it's really, you know, pushing the mobile app and um, trying to get mm. some meaningful feedback on on that so we can, uh, you know, feed that back into the content creation machine. Um, and yeah, more work in the background towards the platform development. Um, yeah, and if you want any more yeah, info, then 
you know the email address is on the website you can put it in the description below maybe i don't know yep. um but yeah if anyone wants to contact us about anything go for it um mm. that'd be fabulous yeah any any, any links clients you guys want to, to share as well yeah anyone <laughs> wants to work with us yeah we're more than happy to uh to start those conversations <laughs> Yeah, we'll be uh, retweeting anything and sharing as much as possible and checking out that and the mobile app as long as Planet Pollinate. Maybe we'll, we'll get a video of Wookiee and I screaming at each other. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Maybe you'll learn oh, some yeah, new definitely. words. <laughs> and thanks to you guys as well for having us, yeah, having us on here. It's been a real blast, yeah. Yeah, anytime. Like, oh, yeah. yeah it's... Like I said, the stuff that, you know, you're helping people, you're educating, and you're making it fun and interesting. And that that's just something, like, I so wish was a thing when I was younger because I, who knows what would have happened, but, you know, <laughs> it's you just great to see. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, never uh, say never. Maybe, never say never. It's never too late. I won't go to HR so often. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anytime you guys have updates or just want to come share anything else, we'd love to have you back. It's just fun to talk and great to hear you guys' side of things. Oh, what would be interesting to... is, um, what would be interesting is if you do play Planet Pony, um, you know, in the coming weeks or come months or something like that, when um, we've got the AI back end and went into it, uh, I'd, like, I'd be interested to see he's playing it again and having that, <laughs> oh, you know, Wiki, you swore like 40 times in that one section. Um, you know, good job, effective communication, um, you know, uh, and things like that. Just, you know, see your kind of comparisons. That's that's some of the things we're interested in as well was, you know, you know mm. uh, how, how, how it was, where it's going and, you know, where it's going in the future as well. Um, but the, the AI stuff, I'm like, yeah. We'll just get it all out of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, it feeds into our model, so the uh, there's you know nothing to we can vet out the inappropriate stuff, so it doesn't go back to the uh, <laughs> the, the students. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but no, definitely, we'll we'll keep using a little bit of what we're doing and uh, and how things develop. Hundred percent. Awesome. My battery's at four percent. If I'd cut out before we finish up, <laughs> yeah, I'm not like screw these guys. I'm just um sorry, there must be some voice lag going on. Sorry about that. Uh the VR hive. Um links are in the show notes. Check everything out. Don't forget May 10th, <laughs> the big day. We'll be sharing the mobile May app 10th. links to that. 60 mobile app. Yeah. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for watching, listening, hanging Thank out. Thank you. <clears throat> Thanks, everyone. Take care. So now the the mics are off. The camera's just kind of spinning around like uh for streaming. Studio style. So they can't uh... hear us anymore. They can only see us. So <laughs> uh, Thanks, okay. guys. That's that's good. That was really nice, yeah. Yeah, it was I fun can't wait to yeah. check everything out. Yeah. No, any anything you want yeah, from us? Any sort of videos touch. or anything you want to? Yeah.
just uh, it'd be fantastic fantastic yeah if you want us to stick a poster on the wall or something we can do that yeah yeah, yeah, I cool, yeah. Um, won't say no. get a, We'll get one of our mascot marketing guys going or on it. Yes, yeah. Cool. Yeah, we didn't actually <laughs> talk about Verbi shit. Uh, Verbi is our <laughs> B mascot, and uh, he's going to be, well, they actually, because they're uh, gender neutral, um, is going to be AI, mm. um, kind of smart assistant. So can't believe, I mean, it is 2 a.m., right? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> for the long day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, I actually wrote right. notes somewhere. <laughs> you can't see them when <laughs> you're just like, is that the problem? Your exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, nothing. <laughs> but no, this is really good. Um, can I ask this, um, curiosity, um, what was your, so I know this is made in Unity, but is it like uh, Photon these are using for the networking and all that sort of thing? No, our, our friend from Tab Games set it up with Normcore. <laughs> Um, but oh, okay. he left a lot of his his other like projects, his other game stuff in the app, and just sort of handed it to us. So there's all these weird things. I don't know if they're even related to what we need. I need to strip it out and all the wiggly artifacts. I'm like, what has he done to the to the scene file? So just got mm. figured out. Normcore. I got to strip that out too. So. Fishnet photons. No, I'm just curious. I'm, uh, yeah, we're, um, we we use Photon for uh, Planet Pony and you know some of our kind of remote filming uh, frameworks. Um, but I'm looking at migrating over to. Uh, oh, sorry, my cat's just going absolutely mental around me. I don't know if you can hear that. Um, oh wow! Toast, calm down. <laughs> so yeah, my cat's called Toast, by the way. Um, say toast? <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're looking at you know migrating. Yeah, uh, we're, we're pretty inventive when it comes to names. Uh, but yeah, we're looking at you know game lift and all these other kind of dedicated um, server solutions and all these other things. But I'm just nosy, you know. Um, yeah. I like to see what people are you know working on and all that sort of thing. Well, I'm about to rewrite the whole thing, so it's a lot cleaner for us to use, too. So I'm thinking Fishnet, maybe Photon, and then I know Unity's starting to add back in their networking for game objects or some netcode for game objects. Maybe that'll be better. Yeah. I've got the dot system as well on, on Unity, which is may speed up a lot of things. You have more things going on, and uh, you're going to have less, like, frame drops and all that sort of thing, so you can easily maintain a higher frame rate also. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, implant is the one thing, it's optimizing it, that's the, that's the mm. hard part. <laughs> um, Always. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sorry about you guys, I'm going to uh, call it an evening, because I've got a, a meeting in like six hours. Yeah, <laughs> <no> <laughs> Yeah, I um, appreciate not, you guys coming on so early or later, however you want to look at it. Really nice chatting to you. Yeah, it's been yeah, an absolute cool. pleasure. Thank you. Oh, brilliant. Thank you Likewise. very much. Ooh. High five. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, we, we, we got to add like little... <laughs> yeah, we knock in the face, cool. yeah. Batman comic book noises. It was just pie cakes now. Good <laughs> crash. Have a good night, guys. I'll okay. yeah, see you in the morning, Stephen. See you guys. Have a good one. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.